0: Welcome to episode 26 of the Screen Fellows Podcast. My name is Carlos.
1: And I'm Ozzy.
0: In this episode, we will be reviewing Don't Breathe and Kubo and the Two Strings, as well as discussing our top animated films of all time. Enjoy the show.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: Ozzy, how are you doing, man?
1: Dude, I am chilling. I'm catching up on movies I haven't seen before. So, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Dude, for like the first time in <laughs> maybe as long as we've known each
0: other, you are ahead of me in movies right now.
1: Yeah, I'm proud of I'm proud of myself. I'm, I'm very, very proud, proud of you, of you actually. You. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. I
0: was a little nervous <laughs> that you're going to lack a little motivation to be honest <laughs> to actually see these movies, <laughs> but you saw them and I'm very proud of you. And yeah, you're, man. you're ahead of me, but a lot of that man, I've been so busy this week back in school, you know, so how's things that been? Have been oh things have been crazy. But hey, it is how it is and I'm I'm really still glad to be back in Lynchburg. That's good,
1: bro. <laughs> Eighteen
0: once you miss you so. over
1: here, man. So hurry up.
0: <laughs> miss you too. <laughs> All right. Well let's get right into um Don't Breathe, which I, this movie kinda snuck up on me. Did it did it sneak up on you too?
1: Yeah, man. I was just like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> it was I was creeped out. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is not okay.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. You, you had to, did you find, you ever find someone to go see it with?
1: Yeah. I saw it with my buddy
0: Jose. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um, all right. Well, let's start with you then. What did you think of don't breathe?
1: This was a thriller. As soon as we went into that house, uh-huh. of the blind man. And I really ended up enjoying this movie. This I'm just going to start off with something basic here. The soundtrack in this movie, when every time something was was about to happen, when when the it was about to escalate, I actually really liked the soundtrack. Yeah. I was thinking about that while I was watching the movie. I was like, "Wow, like this is this is actually a really good soundtrack."
0: Yeah, just, even the sound design in general, like a lot of it, it added to the violence. And um, if, you know me, violence is not something that I'm like a huge fan of is, in movies, but for this one, it kind of made it very visceral and very like you felt every single bit of it. Um, and like I, it was something that you can't help but appreciate the filmmaking aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. The sound in this movie was fantastic. Um, Um, I'm going to get into, wait, you want to go?
0: Yeah. The, I, I would say the cinematography, um, is another, is one of the biggest positives for me overall. The, um, there, there was a really cool tracking shot at the beginning that I noticed <laughs> as I was watching it. And then also, there, there's one shot at the, I don't want, I'm not going to spoil anything. Again, this is spoiler free, but something happens and there's just a really cool shot and it's a unique angle from uh, the way, a unique angle. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give it away, but I, I did really appreciate the cinematography overall in this movie. Um, Another thing I'd say is you mentioned it right off the top, the thriller aspect of this, the, it kept you on the edge of your seat. And that was something that, um, another movie that came out earlier this year was green room that was very well received, but I don't really understand why, because it was kind of just thrills for the sake of thrills, and there was no meaning behind it because you didn't care about the, any, of the, any of the characters. This movie did a great job of making you care about the characters so you cared about the thrills that were actually happening and the danger dangerous situations they were actually in. Now, there was one character who I didn't care about at all, and I think you will know who I'm talking about just by yes, saying yes. that. Um, but <laughs> other than that, he was... Uh, other than that, the... You cared about the character, so you cared about what was happening, and it kept you on the edge of your seat. Um, so that's one thing that I really, really loved about this movie.
1: Yeah, I can agree. Um, the main character, her name is Rocky, played by Jane Levy. I thought she did a fantastic job. I thought, you know, you know, seeing her go through this experience and everything, you really saw the the horror in her eyes, and mm-hmm. the, you know, she she looked hopeless. And I thought she did a great job. I understood I mean I don't agree with it, but I understand why she was doing what she was doing. Yeah. Um so that's they did a great, great job
0: of character development with uh, especially two of the
1: three main cast
0: members. Yeah. Main yeah,
1: yeah. Her and her and, uh, her and the character Alex, played by Dylan. Excuse yeah. me if I don't pronounce your last name right, Minette. Yeah. Um he did a good job in the movie. I thought they actually had really good chemistry when they were both together in the house. So I thought that I thought they really played off of each other really well. Um The Blind Man played by Stephen Lang, he is a force of nature. I you do not want to record with he was fantastic. Well, that was great.
0: one heck of a performance. Yes, um, he
1: did a great job in this movie. He, every time this man was on the screen, there was you were scared for your life. I mean, there yeah. was this girl in my theater screaming she's like Oh my god, Tim! I was like, Shut up. But <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I really loved his character. He was great. Yeah, I, I
0: agree. And They did a great job of adding to like, because this with the premise of this movie, it would be like, I was worried about it being that the main characters are actually your antagonists, but they do a great job of making you, um, making you understand that that's not really the case. And it gets, um, very, they, they just, they do a good job of flipping the story on its head. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, they did a great job of doing that. And uh, there is a twist in this movie. Yeah. It complete to me it worked for this movie. I really didn't I did appreciate the twist in this I movie. would agree, but I do think it
0: added to one of my negatives which I'll get to. Um, mm-hmm. but like I said, they did a great job with the antagonist. I thought it was really smart how they set all that up. And one thing, another thing I was kind of nervous about was them being able to fill the enti- an entire runtime with this premise because you see the premise and you're just like, okay, so these people get stuck in the house with this blind guy. Why don't they just leave the house? And they do a great job of making, of putting these characters into situations and you, you completely (laughs) understanding like, Oh, they have nowhere to go. Like they have no way to get out of this situation. Um, so I think that was a great way that they did that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that was, it was really great. Like, like, I heard someone say before I saw this movie, just, like, really, like, really, Hollywood? You guys ran out of ideas? Like, mm-hmm. a, a blind man? I was like, no, like, this blind man, like, you guys have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. <clears throat> it was a great movie. I I, I did enjoy this movie. Um, all right, um, well, you want to get into our negatives unless you got anything else? Yeah, I'm going to get into my negatives. All right. Um, The only... This is really one of the main... Pro- like, to think this is the only negative that I probably have... Mm-hmm. Money played by Daniel Zavato, I did not like his character whatsoever. He was an over the top douchebag. Yeah. I really did not like his character whatsoever. I I, I that. the movie could have I think the movie could have I understand why his character was here, was there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I just I just did not like his character that's, whatsoever. That's
0: the only reason I wouldn't consider it a negative because I understand why the character was there. And I think it served a necessary a necessary purpose in the movie, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it, he, his character just—it had to be there. And the one thing, like when I first was watching it, I was thinking, like, oh gosh, there's going to be another green room situation where I don't care about any of these characters. But like I said, they do add to the other characters, and that's what I think really saves that aspect of the movie. Um, my negative is my my biggest negative is that this movie just didn't know how to end. Um you have this rather simple premise but it just it it just felt like it dragged on a little bit at the end. Like there were a couple times where I was like, "Oh, this would be a great ending." And then they kept going. And like it ended up being again, I'm trying I'm not going to spoil anything, but it ended up just being an unsatisfying ending by the end uh, or by the actual end of the movie. That's one of my biggest negatives. You ha- did you have any problems
1: with how it ended at all? Um, it's, it's, it's hard because it's, I don't know if it's spoilerish territory. I'm <laughs> okay. really reaching here, but it
0: sounds try not to,
1: okay. It, it looks like they're trying to set up for something. You understand what I'm saying? Okay.
0: I, like I guess set up, set up for a sequel. Maybe. I, I don't know. It, I think it, they were just trying to leave it ambiguous.
1: I mean, I guess, but if it's, like, a sequel, like, if they try to set up a sequel, I'm just going to be, like, how? Like, yeah, like you don't know who she is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's move on before we spoil anything <laughs> there. Um,
0: the other negative I kind of had was there were a little bit of continuity issues with it. Like, there were times when something would happen to a character, and then you would think, okay, so this character is not going to be able to do anything coming up. But then they continue on and there's like, that didn't affect them at all. And it, it, I don't know, there were just continuity errors with, um, like a dog would be outside of the house and then all of a sudden magically without any doors opening, the dog would be inside the house and you're like, Oh wait, how did that happen? Like just little things like that, that normally I would try not to pick out those things because then I end up being like cinema who I hate with a passion. Um, we're never going to have cinema sins on the podcast. There we go. Um, but, hey. <laughs> um, but anyway, I try not to do those things, but even me, I I noticed those things in the movie. So th- that was just another thing that kind of got on my nerves a little bit, but overall, this was a thrill ride from the big, be- from the beginning to the end pretty much. And I would highly recommend it to people. And I honestly think it's a great movie. So, Let's just get into our ratings here. So my rating for this movie is an 8.2 out of 10. Wow. (laughs) Yep. That's what I got. What do you got, Ozzy? I got an 8.1. Oh, wow. I was not expecting to be higher than you. I really wasn't. Um, (laughs) <laughs> That's interesting. I mean,
1: we're around. I mean, we're around oh, the same we're area. We're definitely in the
0: same area, but I'm just, I, I'm surprised.
1: <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not really big on horror. You well, know, horror yeah, is like my least. Would you part. consider this horror though? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, I would consider like I'm not really big on the horror thriller movies. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah, the horror. And to me, this is more thriller
0: thing. than horror. But yeah, and I, 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 I know a lot of people consider this a horror movie, so I'll give it to them. Um, all right, well, let's move on to another movie. This movie actually came out last weekend, not this weekend. But I, being complicated with my schedule right now, was not able to see it. So here we are recording this episode now. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into Kubo and the Two Strings. Another movie that completely came out of nowhere for me, like I had no idea that this movie was going to exist. And then, like two weeks ago, I started seeing marketing for it, and I was like, "What is this movie?" Um, But all right, you did you have any expectations going into this movie? And then I
1: really did not. I really did I, yeah, not have I didn't any either. expectations. I just saw the trailer. I said, "This is like a good movie. Let's go see it." Yeah, and dude. I ended up really, really liking this movie. I'm agree, I'm I completely sorry. agree, man. I'm really, really loving this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna, can I? am just, just gonna jump into my podcast. Oh, go for here. it, man. At first, going into this, I, I really didn't like the animation from what I saw in the trailers. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really like a live, uh, you're not, not a really stop motion that. guy yeah i 'm not a stop motion guy, but I ended up actually really appreciating this uh this format of animation mm-hmm. the cinematography in this movie was great and and everything so I really ended up enjoying this yeah. this artistic style of animation mm-hmm. that's that 's one of my positives yeah I think if you like stop motion you 're going to love this if you don 't like stop motion, I
0: think the story is strong enough, and the mythology that they set up is strong enough that it you 're still going to have fun with this but it's just that stop motion is just like something that if you either like it or you don't, and that's just something that needs to be mentioned. So I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, let's get into the story. So basically the premise of this movie is that there's this kid who was the son of this great warrior and this like goddess like person, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the The kid's grandfather, the god like person, he does not like that his daughter was with this warrior, this human warrior. So, obviously, there's your conflict. And it's so interesting. The mythology that they set up, the characters, um, and their interactions and all of like the different rules of the magic that they used. I, I just was, I was in
1: from the beginning with that element of it. Yeah, the mythology of it is really, yeah. really interesting. And unique. Yeah, really unique, too. Like, this is something that completely caught me off guard in this mm-hmm. movie. It's like, I was actually really interested in this movie. Yeah. As soon as, like, I, as soon as they were explaining something, I was like, wow, this is actually really cool. So, yeah.
0: And you know um, how, you know how, like, when you're writing a paper, teachers always tell you, you have to grab your audience's attention from the very beginning. From, like, yeah. basically the opening sentence, you have to grab the person you're reading, the person that's reading's attention. And oh my gosh, the movie grabs your attention from the very first line that is spoken. Because the first line of the movie is, if you have to blink, Blink now or something like that. It's like, if you have to blink, blink now because you had, you have to pay attention to the rest of what's going to happen or the hero will die. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm (laughs) I'm paying attention. What's going on? Um, So they did a great job of um, setting it up from the very beginning and just a a lot of, like you said, unique visuals that kept you interested. And the story, there's some, there's a twist in this that I, I think maybe if I watch I feel like some people might be able to pick it out, but I, to be honest, I did not see it coming. The
1: twist that happens in the movie. Yeah. There are several twists that happen in this movie that actually really work for this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was, this movie had me, like I said, from the beginning mm-hmm. and I'm just going to warn everybody right now. This is a very, to me, this is a mature animation film. Agreed. This, is, this is a very mature animation film. Like you could take your kids to see it and everything, but it's but rather dark. It's, yeah, it's yes. it's dark, and I I do think that this really hits more of like a more than everybody. Mm-hmm. It hits everybody, but I would I would recommend it also to like young adults also because this this actually has some pretty mature themes that really hit home for me personally. Yeah, and like really I think theme. what you're getting at is the, like the
0: emotion that it hits, and that's something that this movie hits. Different emotions, but it hits it in a completely different and, like I mentioned before, darker way than something like Pixar movies. Because Pixar movies always tug at the heartstrings, but this one kind of was like, look at this horrible and real situation. And it's like, oh my gosh, this yeah, is yeah, dude. Like there, there was some, there was
1: some there was some scenes here. I'm just like I'm not gonna I'm like I'm just like I was holding back tears. Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, like I did not expect this. I did not expect yeah. this going this way. I'm just like. Oh my gosh, I'm holding my tears. Holding it. I'm holding it. Nope. I can't give it. it was ridiculous. This movie yeah. hit a lot of emotions mm-hmm. and it hit it all really well. This was a fun adventure, I have to say. Yeah. And the action in this movie was actually really good, too. Good. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, kind of, you mentioned fun
0: there and the humor. There's actually a surprising amount of humor in this movie. Um, I do think that maybe they went a little bit. They had a little bit too many jokes, and we'll get there in my negatives, but I, I did appreciate most of the humor in the movie. Um, and I think, lastly, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention, this movie is stacked with vocal talent. Um, you're talking about Matthew McConaughey and Charlize
1: Theron in this in this animated movie? Um, you can't go wrong there. Um, yeah, they both, <laughs> their dynamic and their chemistry actually really steals the show. What and they, also the... McConaughey also was fubo. fantastic. Yeah, and also the the voice actor who who plays Kubo Art Parkinson, he actually did a great job himself. Agreed. Great job. So that's 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 a great job for the voice yeah. acting as well. And
0: McConaughey is one of the main um, comedic aspects of the movie, and I think he worked wonderfully wonderfully in that aspect. Um, so, but anyway, let's move on to our negatives here. Unless you got any more positives no that's it for me all right well negatives i would say like i said the tone um i do think it went a little bit back and forth just because like we said this is a very mature and dark movie but at the same time they were trying to put some comedic relief in there and i get it and i think a lot of it worked but i do think they were just a couple too many jokes and the jokes were a little too often that it took me out of like this more serious tone that they were going for
1: I mean, I could see where you're coming from. I mean, it's not. I mean, it didn't really take me out of the movie. It just kind of added uh, added more heart and layers to the mm. characters, if anything. But I mean, it really didn't take me out of the movie. Yeah, um, I, that's fair, but for me, it did. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Do the you have any negatives? I, yeah, I mean, I have two. The, I didn't like the protagonist as much. You know, I really didn't. Like, I didn't. I didn't feel. I didn't really understand him. I mean, I understood, mm-hmm. like, what his motives were because he explained it. But at the same time, it's just... Wait, that's the protagonist? Right. Yeah, like the... Like, yeah, the like kid? The, no, the bad guy. Sorry, the antagonist. Oh, the antagonist. Oh, I was sorry like, about what? That. Sorry about that. Oh, antagonist. Sorry. Okay. Gl- um, I'm
0: glad you said that because that's one of my negatives, too. Um, yeah,
1: you really don't relate to him, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, don't breathe. You understand both sides, yeah. I mean, they're really messed up. <laughs> at least you understand both sides, yeah. and you was like, I, "I feel you." I mean, you messed up, but I feel you. Yeah. But this, I mean, for him, I just, I really didn't um understand him. Yeah. I, I really didn't care for him. They kind of just threw. I feel. I felt like they kind of threw him in, in there. I, I I can
0: understand that. I think for me, it was more that they tried the entire movie is building up this main antagonist and there's two side antagonists or side villains that come in and they're really cool and really kind of freaky at times. Yeah. And then the main guy comes in at the end and he's just, just a little underwhelming. He's not as intimidating as you want him to be. And his, like you said, his motives are kind of like, sure, I get it, but it just didn't have the impact that it should have. Um, yeah, I agree. so that, I think the problem is that they built him up so much that it was just really disappointing by the time they got to him. Um, and then that's pretty much the only negatives I had. Like I said, the animation, if you like stop motion, you're going to like this. If you don't
1: like stop motion, maybe that's a negative for you, but yeah, then I only have one other negative. Right, what's I only up? had two. What's up? I just didn't like the way the movie ended. Oh really? It's, yeah. Like you, I think like, I just the this is how they ended it. Just mm-hmm. like the last cut of it. I'm just like, really? Okay. Really? Like I, I didn't mind I mean, it, but I understand why they did. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like oh, such a cheap way to go.
0: <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. All
1: right, Ozzy, what is your rating for Kubo and the Two Strings? All right, I'm gonna be honest with you. This knocks Finding Dory out of my top ten of the year. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad I had to top, hear that. I had Finding Dory. I had Finding Dory. at an eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna give this movie an eight point five. Alright, I'm in I'm in the same range as you.
0: Once again, I am at an 8.7 with this movie.
1: I really, really liked this movie. I think I it's... Lo- I love this movie. I'm going to buy this movie when it comes out. This movie was fantastic. I really love this movie. Yeah,
0: um, It's definitely the best animated movie of the year for me, and I don't... And why, I mean, Moana could shock us, or but I mean, not necessarily shock us, because Disney has a great track record, but... Right now, this is holding that spot. And honestly, this is a surefire, at least top two contender for best animated picture at the Oscars. Yeah, for sure. I hope it wins. Well, we haven't seen Moana yet, but yeah, hey, uh, man, as of now, same,
1: I loved finding Dory. You know, I love finding Dory. I think I liked finding yeah.
0: Dory more than you. Oh, you know, you did. I was not <laughs> as big of a fan as finding Dory as you, but all right. Well, speaking of animations and some of the best animations, let's get into our best animated movies of all time. And, uh, well, we should say favorites because I have a feeling this is going to be more personal preference than like us talking about, like we're the best of all time you know what i'm saying um all right so Ozzy, let's start with 10 what's your number 10 animated movie of all time
1: i'm gonna go with the lego movie man
0: all right that's my number nine so let's just talk about it now i completely (laughs) agree with you man the lego (laughs) movie is just so good
1: Yeah, it was really funny, and, like, <laughs> Liam Neeson completely threw me off, okay? <laughs> he was arguably one of the best parts of the movie, along with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Um, it, this was just a unique way of animation, I have to say, it was and it was incredible to me. I'm just, I'm really pissed that it wasn't even considered for, like, an Oscar or anything.
0: I know, how did it not get nominated? It didn't make any sense. It blows my mind. I was just like uh th- this movie is so good it's hilarious it's got so much heart more heart than even some of the Pixar movies have uh, i mean it it's true it's up there with those Pixar movies when it comes to the the emotional heart the emotional strings that it pulls and i like you said the vocal talent is great in this movie <laughs> Liam Neeson uh, as you mentioned he is Mind blowing <laughs> like the fact that he did both bad cop and good cop is, I still don't understand how he did that.
1: Yeah, that was um, fantastic. That completely, yeah. as soon as I heard his good cop and bad cop, I was done. I was like, oh my goodness, this is fantastic. <laughs> so, I this movie oh, had me dying, and oh, and, and the action in this movie was fantastic. Yeah. And
0: B- Bobby here, who is sitting in on the podcast today, just um, wrote a little note to me, Batman is he steals every scene he's in and you would think like some people even put him up there with best cinematic batmans of all time and i honestly i couldn't argue that he's so good the batman song and um i mean he was so good he's getting his spinoff movie and i mean what else what else can you ask for if you're good enough to get a spinoff movie i come on that was great Uh, So, we're definitely on the same page with the Lego movie there. Well, let's do my number 10. Now, The Iron Giant. Hmm. Okay. I think that was a good pull because a lot of people forget about this movie. And, oh my gosh, does you want to talk about – we're going to talk about that a lot in this segment here, but (laughs) – my gosh, that pull your heartstrings. Like, you have to, if you are not a kid and you did not, if you or if you did not cry as a kid watching this movie, I don't know what's wrong with you. Did you have a childhood? Were you, like, a sociopath? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> um, it, it's just so good. It's, it's prop. It, honestly, it might be one of the best Superman movies ever made. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a Superman movie. Um, do, have You've seen The Iron Giant,
1: right? Please tell me. Yeah, I've seen it. it. I've okay. seen it. I just haven't seen it recently. <laughs> i to take a break, like... For in my top ten. But yeah. I know you're talking about that. Oh, that's so that's good. True, I, just, I just thought about it. I'm just yeah. like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, all right. Well,
0: what's your number nine,
1: Um, Shrek 2. Okay. Okay. Step two is my
0: nine. I'm not gonna um, argue that, but I'm not a I, big fan of the Shrek movies.
1: I would have put the first Shrek, but to me, when they introduced Puss in the Boots, that that really sold it for me. I think that character added a lot to the dynamic of Donkey and, and Shrek, and yeah. it was just a fun adventure. I love fun adventures. If it's a fun adventure, if it's a yeah. good time, and it honestly it sells me. Yeah. And. The, the, the dialogue also sold me, and I just... It, to me, this is, like, a hilarious movie at the time for me when I was a kid, so I really enjoyed this movie.
0: Yeah, to, to be fair, I definitely would take Shrek 2, probably... Well, I don't know. Shrek 2 and Shrek 1 are both kind of in the same range for me, but... Yeah, yeah, it's... it's, um, it's like you said, with Puss in Boots, um, he... <laughs> and You want to talk about another character they got a spinoff movie? I mean, we talk about the quality of that movie, but however you want, but... He got the movie, and it was definitely one of the best parts of that movie. And, again, one thing I do really appreciate that movie is the um, the mythology that they expanded upon in that movie. Like, it really – they they took their great premise, and they just kind of let it open up and just showed you every different aspect of it that you wouldn't even think about. So I did really appreciate that part of it. It's just – for me, it's not one of like I'm not like oh my gosh I need to watch Shrek I can't remember the last time I watched a Shrek movie I didn't even watch the fourth one because I did not like the third one at all so mm, okay all right well let's do your number eight since we already did my number nine which was the Lego movie <laughs> okay um, my number eight is Kung Fu Panda two <laughs> another one that's not on my list I'm not a big
1: DreamWorks guy I think you'll get that from this <laughs> list I really love Kung Fu Panda two I think I think the 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 vocal cast did a great job in this movie. Jack Black is great as Poe. Mm-hmm. Jackie Chan is great. Angel, Angel ah, excuse me, Angelina uh, Jolie and mm-hmm. Gary Oldman did all did a fantastic job. The action in this movie was honestly what sold me. I was like, "This is awesome." I really love the action in this movie. There is heart in this movie. It it hit me at home. So I really love this movie. Uh, that's, you you prefer the second the one movie.
0: to the first one, then.
1: I would prefer the second one. The That's second one is, yeah, the second one honestly, the, the second one was a step up from the. Not a lot of movies can do that, you know. So the fact that the second one really did was was just impressive to me, also mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So actually, yeah.
0: I, I have a couple sequels on my list too. So and I think it's interesting that animated sequels are often succeed a lot. Uh, more f- or more frequently than um, regular sequels. So that's something that has interested me for a while now, but all right, let's move on to my number eight and I will say it is toy story. I was expecting toy story to be on here. Yeah. Uh, what, it's not on your list. Nope. Oh my gosh. what? <laughs> the first <laughs> toy story is not on your list at all. Nope. Uh, uh <laughs> You're getting um, silent boos in the studio right now.
1: That's fine, man. I mean, none of those movies. I mean, I really didn't grow. up... I mean, I was shown those movies, but those movies aren't something that really like attracted oh me as a kid. Um, you like are... monsters? Like Monsters Inc.? I was like, oh, okay, cool, it's fine. <laughs> there. <laughs> You're very disappointing right now. Like, like I told you, SpongeBob. Yeah, it's there. I don't uh, like. Well,
0: SpongeBob. I agree with you on SpongeBob. It's okay,
1: but. <laughs> I just didn't like. Right. I didn't like. I mean, okay.
0: The, these these conversations might be, need to say for our um, another hot take segment. But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I will defend Toy Story for the rest of humanity, right here. No, I mean that's uh, fine. I mean, hey, if you like if you like Toy Story, that's great. I'm not saying it's a <laughs> horrible movie. I'm just saying it's not. I didn't love it. <laughs> I
0: okay. Liked well, it. I didn't love it. I'm I'm just saying. Okay, this is the movie that started Pixar's dominance in animation. I mean, Pixar's track record is incredible, and you look back and it starts with Toy Story. And it's because they're able to take such a unique but simple idea and make these characters so relatable. And you're thinking, how do you, how on earth do you relate to toys? Like, and it's like, the, it's incredible that they're make, able to make you care about these toys and care about what they go go through and make you question how you treat your toys a, as a kid and then make your parents question, like, your relationship with your toys. It's just like, I, it's just, I, I think the movie's brilliant. I think the, um, dynamic between all the characters is incredible and it's something that a lot of anime movies base Based their story and their character dynamics on nowadays, even still. And that movie came out when? In 96, 95? Um, So it's just – it's one of the best animated movies of all time. It's one of the best uh, trilogies of all time, to be honest, um, which you'll see later on my list. (coughs) Tease there. Um, But – Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to your number – what is it? Seven? Yeah. All right, you're number seven.
1: The Incredibles.
0: All right, um, that is my number seven. We're on the same page. There we go. Virtual (laughs) high five. Let's go. Uh You,
1: You you take off. Do it, bro.
0: (laughs) <laughs> me? I just talked. You you go for it, man. Right. take the lead on this one.
1: Um, first of all, I really loved the dynamic of the family. Um, I thought it was great. Made me... I, I looked at my dad because my dad took me to, to see this movie. I was like, Dad, let's do this. Mm. My dad was like, what? Uh, this, this is just a fantastic movie all around. It's a fun movie. It's a fun family movie. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my favorite superhero movies. That's fair. Yeah, because it's it's just a fun movie, man. You don't have to be so... You know, so dark to to have fun, um, mm. and I think this movie just continued. I think if you just watch this movie, like throughout the years, like you can honestly see that this movie is a fun movie. It's about a man who just misses being, you know, who he used to be. Yeah. You know, he's kind of settled down, and then you know he realizes that he can't really do that anymore. And yeah, it's all about really adjusting to who you really are now. You exactly. know, and I, I really did appreciate that in the film, and also the antagonist. You also really, really, you also feel bad for the antagonist as well. Great,
0: great character motivation for the antagonist. Like, I think that's one of the best motivations a villain can have is to have been, to have looked up to a hero and then be scorned by that hero, and and then come back because he wants to prove himself ultimately to that hero, and come back for revenge. But like I said, ultimately because he wants to prove himself. Um. So Syndrome's a great villain. I completely agree with you. Um it's relatable for all ages. It's uh, like, cause every, every character in the movie is like at a different stage in their life. And that's why it's relatable for so many different people. And just, I like how they tie these superpowers to these different aspects of a family. You know what I'm saying? Like the dad has to be strong. So he has the strength and the mom needs to be flexible. The kid is just all over the place because he's super fast. The n- girl is shy, so she wants to be inv- invisible. And the baby doesn't know what he is yet. So that's an interesting, um, that it's just so good. And the way they like, I think this movie is the best example of Pixar just, of how much thought Pixar puts into their movies. Well, maybe not the best example, but it's w- definitely one of the best examples of how Pixar puts so much thought into their movies.
1: I can agree with you on that. Um,
0: great- Alright, well, let's move on to your number six, because that was my number seven as well. Okay, my number six is Beauty and the Beast. It was a tough cut for me. I couldn't put it on there. You
1: couldn't, you couldn't put it on your top ten?
0: I couldn't. I, I really wanted to. And I know people are yelling at me right now, because yes, I did play the Beast in high school. Um, <laughs> you're
1: ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I, I'm you're sorry. You're, I just, you're just you're I, all, up
0: all my high school people, <laughs> all my friends are gonna hate me. But you know, sorry. Um, I, I tried. I, I tried really hard. I wanted to put it on. I just there were so many great things that I just I pushed it off for
1: me. Um, you're, you're ridiculous. Okay. I literally I thought about this movie. I'm just like, Charles might kill me if I don't put this on my list. It's on my list. Screw you. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You um, defend it then. This movie is ultimately ultimately one of my favorite, probably one of, probably like my best, like it's arguably one of my best um, musicals of all time. Yeah. First of all, I played Clogsworth, so there's a given as to why I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos was the beast, as you just said. So we also um, did this musical in high school, so this also bit. brings back a lot <laughs> of memories for me. I mean, I made a lot of great friendships during that musical. So that's, it's also awesome that I really, mm-hmm. this movie also has a great musical score. Yeah. Um, one of the best animation. Yeah. Yeah. That has one of the best song, soundtracks. You really love all these characters and it's, you know, I, I, was, I just really love this movie. It yeah. was a great movie. Hey, it was a, a fun time. It's a tale as old as time. Yeah, man. The only problem I have with this movie is just... The <laughs> only problem I have with this movie, and this is, a, this is a problem that a lot of people have with this movie, is just, like, the opening of this movie, you know? He has yeah. 10 years... Like, you know, he was 11, and he was mean to an old lady. Like... <laughs> Yeah, like, I I get it. It was a little harsh, but I get yeah, it. Yeah, I would have been like, "Yo, like, you really gonna punish me? Because you look creepy and old. I don't know who you are. What do you mean, like, like you're coming to me on a rainy fair. storm? You want me to let you in? Like, that's not that's not okay. Like, like,
0: um, like what if
1: you're Miss or something? Like, trying to kill me? Like, like that's not okay.
0: I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, I, I would definitely. Like, Alright, first, it was the first animated movie to ever be nominated for just best best picture, period. So that's definitely an achievement. And look at me, I'm defending this movie even though it's not my top ten. But it's definitely my favorite, um, of the Disney princess movies, probably. I, I get, I mean, there's one on this list that's, I don't, I don't necessarily consider a Disney princess movie, but I get what you're saying. Um, anyway, let's move on to my number six, and it is Wreck-It Ralph. I had to put it on. It's so good.
1: It's not in my top ten.
0: Really? You couldn't put it on your top ten?
1: Um, I don't think I saw enough of this movie to really care for this movie. Wait, have you (laughs) never seen all this movie? No, and I wasn't interested in the trailers either. What is wrong with you? What do you mean? What's wrong with me? I think Tarion, shout out to Tarion. Tarion really wanted me to see this movie because he he told me he cried. Well, yeah, he he um, did. Sweet. And I never saw it. (laughs) it.
0: You disappoint me on a very high level. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, look, this movie is, again, this reminded me, if you didn't know it wasn't Pixar, you might think it was Pixar just because of how intelligent it is. And how intelligent it is, how great the animation is, how much you care about these characters, the emotional chords that it hits. Uh, And it's just like, it's, it's about a guy who is fighting against the way people view him. And it's about the social stigmas. And I think, again, it's got such a deep message. It's got such a deep message. And it's interesting that a, a movie about video games basically could be that deep. So that that's why I like it, but I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you. You
1: need to watch no, the no, entire. No, no, no. I mean, you don't need to argue with me. I mean, Cena. There's no, there's no debate here. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's move on. What's your number five, Alvin? My number five is How to Train Your Dragon Two.
0: That's my number four. So let's just talk about it now.
1: Okay, this movie has arguably, to me. Some of the best animated cinematography I've ever seen.
0: Okay, agreed. It is it's gorgeous. It's one of the few animated movies that I've been like, I need to buy that on Blu-ray. Like, I need it on Blu-ray. And luckily, my sister got it, so I don't need it. (laughs) But um, it was, it's just, it's beautiful. It's so gorgeous. There's so many shots of just the dragon flying over the ocean, and it's just, it, it blows my mind that they were able to do this with just like computer generated like it, it, it's incredible I, I completely agree with you on that front
1: yeah like seeing um what's his name um not it's anyway seeing <laughs> <laughs> seeing yeah. Toothless Fly yeah there you go that was you know in the opening scene basically that was automatically I was already in the movie I was just like wow and the soundtracks in this movie were fantastic mm-hmm This movie had a lot of heart in this movie. Oh, totally. Like, and they introduce, like, something that
0: should be really cheesy is a character that they reintroduce that wasn't in the first movie at all, and they kind of bring this character back into the fold. And it should have been cheesy, but it really worked, and it really added, and the way the anime, again, bringing it back to the animation, the way that they were able to animate, um, the main character, what's his name? Uh, no, I can't. I can't think of his name. But, I'm gonna look up his name right now. It's yeah.
1: killing
0: me. Like, <laughs> Hiccup. Um, yes. Sorry, there. I just got it there from <laughs> um, Miles here, who's also in the studio. Um, Hiccup. The may, the way they were able to animate his face and just display this emotion and the great voice acting, it, it's just it's one of the most well done anima- animated movies of all time. And I am just that's another one that came out the same year as. Um, Big Hero Six, and I'm sorry, I liked Big Hero Six, but how on God's green earth did How to Train Your Dragon two not win Best Animated Picture?
1: I didn't even see Big Hero Six. But- oh my
0: gosh! I, it it to me that was one of the biggest up. Upsets and just snubs of that um, that Oscars that that year that year was horrible with the animation category though because that was the same year Lego Movie didn't get nominated so that was a disaster of a year but I digress <laughs> all right well let's move <laughs> on to my number five. Which is Aladdin. This is the other Disney movie, which I don't know if I would necessarily consider it a Disney princess movie.
1: I wouldn't consider
0: it a yeah, Disney. Yeah, so that that's why I would say Beauty and the Beast is my favorite Disney princess movie. But Aladdin is just... To me, it's one of the... Would you consider it an epic? Because I think it's rather epic for an animated movie, especially. And it's just... It's so, like, the scope of it and the beautiful animation, the... Um, and who, like Jeannie, I mean, you can't not talk about the, you can't talk about this movie without talking about Genie and Robin Williams performance. It, it is, it's one of the most iconic voice performances of all time. And it is that way for a reason. He, he, yeah, he killed is, it, stole everything he, he was
1: in. He makes this movie. At, um, that's actually my number three. So yeah, we'll just, yeah. we just got that over with, but that I love the premise of this movie, you know? even though you get even though like you can get three wishes doesn't mean like you're going to be yeah. 100% happy yeah. you know do you, do you think it's the
0: best adaptation of an ancient story
1: i could i could arguably say that i mean yeah i mean It'd
0: definitely be on the list if we did a yeah. list of that
1: yeah i mean this movie does yeah i mean this this movie does actually do a good job of actually representing that time era yeah. and and the setting of where it's at so yeah. It it does a good job at at showing that. Also, the poverty, like seeing like where Aladdin lived, and seeing mm-hmm. that you know there is poverty, yeah, in the world. That's also something very mature in the movie. That you know I, you don't really notice it as a kid, but like yeah. a, as an adult now, like you really do notice it. People are suffering out there, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's very mature. It's a very mature animation that I actually really do appreciate now, yeah. you know, being an adult. So, yeah.
0: Um, and we have to mention this. The music in this movie. (laughs) I mean, it's, again, Disney is known for their soundtracks, and Aladdin is one that, it's got a couple of tracks on there that you have to stop and listen to whenever it comes up. Um, So that's definitely a positive for that. Um, Ozzy, have we done your number four? My number four is Kubo. Oh my gosh! You yep. your recency bias is real, man. It really is. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about what did we do the list of the other day where you had <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but okay, you, d- defend this on your list, please.
1: I was gonna say this. <laughs> this movie hit me like it did. Like this movie really hit me, and it, this is something like this is something that's like that's happened to me as like as a kid that I had to learn, you know. And you know the fact that they, and I think I know you. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but there is a theme in this movie that Kubo. There's a lesson that Kubo actually learns in this movie. Mm-hmm that really hit home for me. Okay. And that is why it's, it's number four. Yeah.
0: I get like, I, I mean, it's your is, personal list, so I'm not going to like argue it yeah, too hard. There
1: is, there is, but. um, that is something that I've never thought that there was like, I never thought that that is a lesson like, that I ever take away from a movie. Mm-hmm. Never. And the fact that that movie, especially like an animation movie did that completely impressed me. And, You know, this is that was like a tearjerker moment for me because I that is something that I still relate to till this day. Yeah, and it really that really hit that really hit my heart, and I was like, wow! Like this, I really, really love this movie.
0: Yeah,
1: so that is why it's my number four.
0: That's look, I can't argue too much against that right there, but. I mean, for me, there's just something off in my brain because Toy Story, any of the Toy Stories, are not on this list, and Kubo is. But I get it. so... Hey man,
1: we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, uh, I mean, I haven't really seen any of the Toy Stories recently to like really, well, there's like a problem, really, really put problem. it like put it. I mean, that's probably what. That's probably why it's not in my top ten because I haven't seen it recently. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> want to do.
0: Yeah, you, you, your recent advice is real. But anyway, um, was that your number four, right?
1: Yeah, it's my number four.
0: Okay, and we already did your number three, correct?
1: Yeah. So what's okay. your number?
0: My number three is Inside Out. Did you do your number four? Yes, that was How to Turn Your dog
1: into. Oh, okay. So what's your number three? Inside Out. Okay. Inside Out. I still have, I still haven't seen that movie. Yeah, dude, you were really,
0: he, you had a bad year last year and I get that. But Inside Out has to be like high up on, <laughs> on the list of movies you really need to see. Because come on, Inside Out, like I said, it's one of, it's probably the most clever movie I have ever seen. Um, It's so smart. It's so like the way they explain how the brain works and how emotions work. And the lessons that kids can take out of this, it, it's just, to me, it's, I, I was, I left the theater so impressed with Inside Out. And every time I watch it, I take more and more out of it. And you want to talk about a movie that gets at your, that gets your emotions. Oh my gosh. Again, I say, if you do not cry in Inside Out, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, so, uh, look, the, to me, it's Pixar's latest movie, I know, or is it? No, cause Good Dinosaur came out, and, um, Car- and Dory, but it's one of pix- t- Pixar's latest movies, but to me, it's one of their best, um, their second best, <laughs> tease. <laughs> but, <laughs> 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 um, that it, you have to see this movie. Anybody who hasn't seen this movie needs to see it, and, <laughs> I, I I don't know how else to defend this movie other than just go see it, please. Just watch it, watch it, watch it. Um, alright. What is your number three or two, Ozzy? Excuse me.
1: My number two is Mulan.
0: That was a late, late cut for me. I wanted it to be on the list. I just want something at the very end. I just I had to cut it off.
1: How dare you? <laughs> Sexist What? <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, just jumping into this right now. Um, one, the 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 mythology around it really is is very interesting. Yeah. You know, following her history and her ancestors' history is, is yeah. something awesome. Um, it's really interesting to know, and I actually wanted to know more about it. You know, watching the movie. And some of the songs. There are soundtracks in this movie, especially the the training soundtrack. I don't know what I don't know the name of the you soundtrack. Know, man. Yeah, that one. That that soundtrack. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. And the again, this is something you don't really appreciate as a kid. You don't really care for as a kid because this is just like a great animation movie to watch. Mm-hmm. But really, again, as watching rewatching it again, it's focuses on the losses of war you know, what people really go through. If you may not be fighting in the war, but you know, there it, it still suffers from the people mm-hmm. who are related to the people who are, who are fighting on the sidelines. And it shows that, you know, it shows that there is loss in the world. There is pain in the world. And there are people who are actually meaning to cause fear. So it's, it deals with, again, very mature themes for a Disney movie, I think. And it also deals with, um, women really trying to fight for a place in the world as well. Yeah. Um, it's that's definitely something I actually, it's really definitely one of,
0: um, Disney's most mature and kind of dark at times animations. Uh, I think the winner of that competition would definitely go to Hunchback of Notre Dame. But, <laughs> Cause that yeah. movie is dark, but other than that, I definitely think it's one of the most <laughs> mature and serious, um, animated movies Disney's put out. So, and that's one reason I really appreciate it. Um, but at the same time, I, I just, I like the movies on this on this list. To me, the the movies on this list are just more fun watches and more, I get more enjoyment out of them than I do Mulan for whatever, for one reason or another. But I, Mulan is definitely one that's like, it's in the 11, 12, like it's right there. I just couldn't get it on there. Um, so I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. What's your number two? Um, my number two is Toy Story 3. Loser. I'm fine. All right. <laughs> Get let's... out of here, Ozzy.
1: I'm messing. I'm messing. I, it out,
0: okay. <laughs> I have never, never cried in a movie theater more than I did with Toy Story 3. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this movie, its to me, it's Pixar at its best. It is um, – look, I'm not going to go too far into it because I know we did a top f- – what five Pixar movies of all time before? So we've definitely talked about these Pixar movies before. And I know I've gone on rants about how amazing this movie is before. Um, but the passing of the torch aspect, the way that Pixar was able to do it. So the audience, the main audience for this movie, like grew up with Andy. It, it's, it's brilliant. It just shows that the, the creators, the Pixar, um, the people in charge of Pixar are just geniuses. I'm convinced <laughs> they're just, they're a bunch of geniuses that just sit in a room and come up with these great stories. Um, so many, like the way they were able to balance the new characters with the old characters and just the, again, the, the mythology that <laughs> they set up with these toys and the daycare and how the daycare is kind of run like a concentration camp. Maybe slight spoiler alert. Um, but it's just, it's so good. Um, so many characters that, cause obviously people, even young kids who didn't necessarily grow up with these characters are still going to be drawn to the main Toy Story characters. Your Buzzes, your, um, Woody's, you know, your, your main characters. But there is still, the kids still love these new characters. And that is something that really impresses me that like, like, my little sister has a lot-so teddy bear. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. she has a lot-so teddy bear. And that is something that, wh- that... Why, first of all? Because that bear was freaking evil. But <laughs> other than that, like, it's just, the fact that these new characters were able to be so relatable and so interesting is something that is really impressive. Because they still had these old characters that were so incredible. And they were able to balance that. So that's one of the more... Impressive aspects of the movie.
1: Yeah, I can agree with you there. Um, <laughs> I did see Toy Story three, and I have to say that movie did make me cry. I there you go. Like, oh, like, <laughs> like you know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah. too? And I was just like, oh no, because <laughs> yeah. that is just a tearjerker, and one of this this just has a really, really uh valuable lesson this actually almost made my top 10 actually you might be shocked Carlos. there we go uh, um, i can respect this, that the, there we go yeah but um this is the movie that actually this is actually the toy story this is the third one this is actually the one that stands out of my mind out of one two and three mm-hmm. uh, the third one is actually some this is the one that i really sticks out of my because that is just that just shows a, a really valuable lesson you know to adults and the kids yeah. you know that it hits home. And I, I balled in this movie. I was like, Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) It was really good. So I, I, I appreciated the third third movie. That was like, that was honestly like 11 for me. So, Mm -hmm.
0: uh, it's the perfect ending to one of the best trilogies of all time. And I'm really upset that they're making a fourth one because why would you mess up that ending? I like, I get it. And I'm still looking forward to it because it's toy story. But at the same time, you have one of the best trilogies of all time. Stick with it. But either way, all right, let's move on. Ozzy, what's your number one? I have a feeling we both have the same one, so let's just do it. I, what is it? One, two, three. Lion King. Lion King. Yup. It's Lion King. Lion King is the best animated movie of all time. It's my favorite animated movie of all time. I've talked about this movie endlessly on this podcast before, and... I have an entire Letterboxd post devoted to this movie. It's basically like my ode to the Lion King. Check that out on my Letterboxd account. Um, it To me, it's like, like you were saying with personal reasons for Kubo, this is one of the more personal movies on this list. But not only that, for me, but not only that, it's... Just a great film. Like <laughs> The character development, the animation, the opening of this movie is one of the most iconic openings of all time. The music. To me, every single song in The Lion King is memorable. Every single one of them. And that's something that you can't really say um, about a lot of animated movies or a lot of these Disney movies. Um, and also just... Mufasa is one of the best characters of all time, and the, definitely one of the best cinematic fathers of all time. I mean, he would definitely win that March Madness competition. Uh, I, I think he'd definitely be in the final four at least. But uh, Mufa, like that—that that movie is incredible. The like I said, personal reasons. I, I love that movie. I I just I I can talk about this movie all day. So I'll stop. You just you do it now. <laughs>
1: Like Carlos said, um, the, they have songs in here that you just use to this day. You just, like you could drive in your car, and you could jam to it. <laughs> okay. So true. <laughs> like you could, Like this is some music I would buy and jam to. Bobby, the-
0: Bobby just put Elton John in a heart on his paper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is fantastic music. <laughs> um, the chem- Timon and Pumbaa they have fantastic chemistry. This is honestly. One of the best buddy-buddy chemistries I've ever seen in a movie. Um, they work off of each other so well. The chemistry between all three uh, Simba, Timon, and Puma, they all have great chemistry. They all learn from one another, from one another. And one of the one of the big themes in this movie is, you know, when when you got no family, you know, you you got friends to to rely to rely on. And that's something that's um, very mature and it's very very heartwarming. For, mm-hmm. for for me personally. So I really did enjoy this movie and um just the growth of, of character that, that Simba under that that Simba Ghost that of Simba Ghost Simba. Yeah. Simba Um it's great and the animation in this movie is great mm-hmm. and you know you, you're really rooting for Simba the whole yeah. entire time and this movie does have you on the edge of your seat sometimes. And mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. So this movie is definitely my number one. I mean, we named my dog Nala after Nala. So <laughs> that's how, you know, right there. It's yeah. my number Shout out to Nala. Um, <laughs> but there you go. All right. Yeah. Long live
0: the lion King of animation. There we go.
1: Hey, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Use that.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's all we got for today. So we're going to have another episode probably out Wednesday unless our schedules get insane again, which hopefully it doesn't. Sorry for this episode being out a day late, but hey, it is how it is. Um, Ozzy, what do you, you got? Anything else? Any other announcements I'm not thinking of?
1: Oh, yeah. um, our next episode is going to be. Yeah, there we go. Um, sorry about this. I totally forgot. It's- all right, thanks for the reminder. Our next episode is going to be about. The disappointments that the summer had and also the the, the, the quite surprising uh, movies that really caught, off, that caught us off guard. And that, that's a good thing. So we're going to be talking about the biggest disappointments and also the biggest surprises of 2016, the summer 2016 cinema. So that is our next episode.
0: Yep. All right. Well, real quick before we sign out, let's do our quick recommendations. We won't go into it too long, but let's do it. Ozzy, do
1: you have any recommendations? I actually just saw this movie um I think I saw it maybe on Thursday I saw the movie about time I don't know if you heard of it I've actually never seen it what is, wait what is it it's called about time it's with uh Dom Don Hell Gleason Donald Gleason yeah yes yeah, sorry Donald Gleason. <laughs> I don't even know I don't know there's something wrong with me. It's all right. Name. Yeah, it's with Donald Gleason, Rachel McAdams, Bill Nye. Um, this movie is – this movie This movie – I've always wanted to see this movie, and Carlos Carlos is actually kind of proud of me because I've been seeing movies I've never seen before. Is very this true. This is one of them. I saw Brooklyn, finally. Yes. And this is this the is one I saw before Brooklyn, and it's about this, this guy who really – he finds out that he has the ability to basically travel in time. Mm-hmm. But only travel to the memories that he can really access, and this is about him trying to find love. So it's the relationship between him and Rachel McAdams' uh, character, and then him and his father, played by Bill Nye. And it, it's really like a heartwarming um, film, really, just about life and relationships between family and and you know friends and all that. So I mean, it I, it touched me, and I really did. I had fun in this movie
0: that that's interesting that i've never even heard of this movie so i definitely need to um check it out (laughs) but all right well let's my recommendation is going to be something that You know, the more, the farther away I get from Suicide Squad, the more and more I'm allowing myself to get even more hyped for my most anticipated movie of the year, which is Rogue One, because I'm letting my, it's almost like I'm letting myself feel again. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I'm letting myself get, get there again. And in preparation for that, one thing I think people need to see to get more acquainted with how, just how talented Felicity Jones is, is watch The Theory of Everything. Please. Go watch The Theory of Everything. Um, Eddie Redmayne is mind-blowingly good in that movie. He deserved his Oscar, his Oscar win. And Felicity Jones is just incredible. Like, she gives one of the best performances of that year. And if you want to know just how good Felicity Jones is and just how good of hands, um, the main, <laughs> the main character of Rogue One is in. Just, just watch, watch the Theory of Everything, please. Just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, that's all I got, Ozzy. You want to sign us out? Yeah, man. Uh, Carlos, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at cherry four five six on Instagram. Uh, at three, four, five, six, as well. And then also make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ScreenFellows. Our buddy Bobby, who is, all, again, in the studio today, runs those accounts, and he is actually very entertaining on those accounts, so you definitely want to follow him there.
1: All right, and you guys can find me on Twitter at Ozzie and on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. Guys, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Please, please, please rate the rate the podcast and review the podcast on iTunes. Please, that helps help us a lot. Guys, this is Scream Fellas.